www.positivelifestyle.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, as I always say each week, it's just such an honor and pleasure to be with you and to bring you amazing guests that help you to live the kind of life that you want. This program is all about solutions to issues. It's about making your dreams come true. It's about inspiration. It's about turning those obstacles into opportunities. And we always have just amazing guests, and today certainly is no exception. Uh, we are talking about really getting what you really want in your life. My guest is Dale Goldstein, who's a psychotherapist and teacher. He's helped individuals and groups to heal since 1966. His own inner work has included study with various spiritual teachers, and he has created Heartwork and is the director of the Heartwork Institute in Rochester, New York. He has the most beautiful book, which is called Heartwork, How to Get What You Really, Really Want, which is with a special guided meditation and music and CD. Welcome, Dale. Thank you very much, Patricia. I'm happy I to have be on to the tell show. you, and right. I've interviewed thousands of people. This has to be really one of the most beautiful books I've ever seen. Oh, I, I appreciate mean, it. it is. It, it it really could be a coffee table book, as well as a healing book. Yes. And the picture is it's done in that beautiful, thick, um, really uh, almost vinyl in a sense. I mean, it's just it's shiny, shiny paper, and the photographs and the images about inspiration are just spectacular. Tell us a little bit about the inception of the book and how how that came up and, and the artwork as well. Okay. Well, I've been doing this work that I call heart work since 1981, um, and it evolved out of essentially work that I've been doing on myself over the years, kind of a combination of psychotherapy and spiritual practice. And I saw that there was um, a, a dividing line in at the time between psychotherapy and spirituality. People who were into spiritual work seemed to poo-poo psychotherapy, and people who were into psychotherapy thought that spiritual work was kind of airy-fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had gotten a great deal out of both of them and saw a need to be able to work through the psychological to access the spiritual. And so I put together a system based on my own experience and what had worked for me and uh, have been using it with people ever since. And you call it heart work, Dale. Why heart work? Heart work for two reasons. One is because uh, the what I call classical heart work, the original tool that was developed that I discovered uh, goes directly to the heart of the matter, Mm -hmm. Uh, whereas some people that I've worked with uh, have told me, you know, I've I've done psychotherapy for 25 or 30 years, and uh, I got more out of this weekend than I did out of 25 or 30 years of Mm -hmm. psychotherapy. Truly, I hear that a great deal, because it's, it's very direct, it cuts through the intellect, goes right into the place in the body where one is holding, I'll go into that later, but it's very direct, so it goes to the heart of the matter, mm-hmm. and it opens the heart of compassion. 
Well, and, and not just that, but your book really speaks to this. And you have beautiful questions that are embedded in these gorgeous pictures. But, for example, you ask right off the bat, you know, what do you want? Yes. And then the next question is, what do you want that you don't have? Yes. And then what do you have that you don't want? Mm-hmm. And why do you want what you have? And what do you really want? And, I mean, these are really, as you said, it gets right to it. Yes. Well, you can't. <laughs> it seems to me it just makes sense that this is the first step in the process to identify what it is that you really, truly want. We think we want a lot of things, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, we're very outward-focused in this culture. But, uh, for example, just last yesterday afternoon, I did a, a workshop called If I Had But One Year to Live at the Crossings here in Austin, where I am. And the whole focus of that is to take people deeper and deeper into knowing, you know, if you just had one year to live, what would you do? And then if you just had one month to live, what would you do? If you just had one day to live, what would you do? If you just had one hour to live, what would you do? And finally, if you just had one minute to live. And it really gets people in touch with what's really important to them. So before you know what you really want, you can have a million goals for things, but they won't take you. You'll never really be satisfied. What do people say to that, Dale? What do people say? Do they say, I would tell somebody I love them? Do they say, I would take a trip? What, What kind of responses do you get to that if you had a week to live or a month to live? When it, when it comes down to the wire, most people just want their last hours or minutes to be spent sharing love with somebody, mm. they're, they're, whoever it is that they're closest with. Mm. Uh, occasionally someone will say that they want peace, but uh, usually 90% of the time it's love that we, that's really important and meaningful to us. Now, when you ask people what they want... You know, are you looking for those external answers like I want a new car, a house, a relationship, a new job? Or are you looking for the deeper answers like I want peace, I want harmony, I want connection, I want abundance? Talk about that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, most people will start with, you know, oh, I want a job that pays well that I enjoy, you know, things like that. But when they look deeper and deeper, they do get to exactly those things that you're talking about. They want to feel free. They want to feel alive again. They want to feel whole. They want to feel connected to other people, to the universe, to God. They want to have love in their lives. They want to have joy. Those are the things that people really, really want. And until we know what it is that we really, really want, we are just going to keep My guest today is Dale Goldstein, and his work is Heart Work. That's his book, How to Get What You Really, Really Want. And your website, Dale, again is? www.awakentheheart, one word, dot org. Okay, awakentheheart.org. Please go on the website, folks, and you can read and see this beautiful book and also learn about Dale Goldstein's seminars, which he conducts around the country. Um, also, if you want to call us with a question for Dale, you can call us if you're listening today, which is live on Monday, and today is October 8th, you would call 866-472-5788. All right, Dale, before the break, let me ask you a couple more things. Um, 
Another question in your book, right after what do you want, is what do you want that you don't have, and then what do you have that you don't want? Address those. Right. That's really to help people clarify in their minds the question. So um, I think what I want to say is that, first of all, that from one perspective, all of suffering is caused either by us wanting what we don't have or having what we don't want. So, so the only place that there is no suffering is a place that I call presence, where one is to- totally with what is, not wanting anything, but um, in, in the now, or some people would call it, uh, athletes have a term for it that's eluding me. You know what I mean? Um, in the flow, when you're totally in the present moment, Everything that you ever really, really want is right there. The peace, the joy, the love, the harmony, it's all in presence. But wanting, you could say, creates the dis-ease of the body-mind. So I'm just helping people become aware, hopefully, as they move through the process of uh, accessing what it is that they really, really want. I want them to become aware of the suffering that's created by wanting what you don't have and having what you don't want. So that's one angle on it. How do you work with people who come to your workshops who are working on what they love, but it's not happening fast enough where they're doing what they love, but they're not getting the abundance from it? Um, How do you work with people in that respect? Those are two different questions. Let me start with the, the second one first. Um, from my perspective, if you are loving your life, you have all the abundance in the world. But um, I think the problem is that people want more this, that, or the other thing to fill an emptiness inside themselves. And so often when I hear people talk about, and this isn't a popular view I know, especially with this book, The Secret, that's going around the world right now, but um, when we fill that emptiness inside ourselves with ourselves or with the universe or with God or however you want to look at that with presence is usually the way that I call it, when we are totally in the moment and there is no sense of emptiness, there's there's nothing that we need anymore. There's nothing that we want. There's mm. We have everything. So we are, we ourselves are abundant. Uh, in that state of being. Anything short of that, you know, I work with some people who have hundreds of millions of dollars, literally, and sometimes they'll say, but I'm not a billionaire, <laughs> you know, and they compare themselves. So only only Bill Gates <laughs> doesn't have someone to compare himself to, right? He's the only abundant, truly abundant person on the planet mm-hmm. right now. If you If you are wanting more, but if you get to this place of understanding that it's all here all the time, and we don't have to do anything but be here now, as Ram Dass said back in the 60s, um, then we have tremendous abundance yeah. all the time. Back to the first question, um, to, um, this if is kind of a long answer. Pardon? 
if you, I think the first question was about your, you're loving what you're doing, but you're not, you don't feel the abundance from it in terms of what you need. Yeah, actually, um, I think I, I think I just answered that one. The first question was more about, I think, um, well, I have, do I have time before the break? I have a fairly long answer to that. All right, well, then we will take a break. My guest <laughs> okay. is Goldstein, and he's the author of the book, Hard Work, How to Get What You Really, Really Want. He is the director and founder of the Heart Work Institute in Rochester, New York, and he also has a private counseling practice. Dale Goldstein is a psychotherapist, and he's helped individuals and groups for 30 years. And this book is just beautiful, and the illustrator is Richard Horman, who's done a beautiful job with the illustrations and the design of this book, and there's also a CD in it. So I highly suggest that you go to the website which is awakentheheart.org. And you can call us after the break at 866-472-5788. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. I have a great guest today who really shows you how to get what you want. My guest is Dale Goldstein, who is a psychotherapist and teacher who has helped individuals and groups to heal since 1966. And he is the director of the Heartwork Institute in Rochester, New York, and he created the work and the book Heartwork. How to Get What You Really, Really Want. This book is just absolutely gorgeous. It looks like a coffee table book. The pages are shiny. The illustrations are just take you to transport you to another place. It's just so inspiring. And there's also a CD in this book. And you can log on to awakentheheart.org. Welcome back, Dale. Thank you. You were talking about getting what you want, and you were talking about it in terms of a, of a funnel. Explain that. Yeah. Um, let me just go back one step and say one more thing about what we were talking about before the break. Okay. Um, I I had the privilege of going to Ethiopia uh, two summers ago with a couple that I work with who have a foundation for aid to Ethiopia. Ethiopia is the poorest country in the world. And if it doesn't rain one year, literally millions of the, the people die. And yet these were the most dignified, the happiest, the most contactful people I have encountered in my life. So I, I just want to say that um, wanting material things does not necessarily make one happy, does not bring one what one really, really wants. Um, in fact, one more thing, Mother Teresa, you know, the, the woman from India who... I think became a saint, but in any case, she she said uh, when she came to this country that she had never seen so much suffering anywhere. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to talk about um, the first part of your question, which was about you know what if things aren't moving? How do you how do you really get to what you really really want? So this is the way that I understand things. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're born, we are whole and complete. We have everything. We're not self-aware yet, but we have everything that we want. Uh, we don't feel separate from the world. We don't feel separate from our mothers. We don't, you know, we don't have any sense of a self that is separate from everything else. And so there's, you know, it doesn't mean that when we're hungry we don't cry for food or when we're tired, you know, but we, we're not separate from ourselves. There's no suffering. There may be pain, but there's no suffering. But then things happen to us as we're growing up that are too painful or too frightening for us to fully experience at the time. And so we push those down into what we call the unconscious. We, we split from that experience and create a wall and are no longer whole because now we have a conscious and an unconscious and stuff that's buried in the unconscious which, by the way, is always buried in the body because that's where we feel things. So whenever we have an unconscious um, trauma, it's located somewhere in the body, and that's why I work through the body primarily to find uh, where the blocks are that we need to go through to become free and whole again. So we, we move from this uh, single point at the bottom of the funnel where we're whole, where we're one, we move up the funnel at each time that we experience something that's too much for us. And we keep moving up this funnel until we're living our lives on the surface of the funnel. 
And this is where all of our problems, all of our issues exist. In order to get back to our wholeness, we have to retrace the steps that we went through to split. We have to re-experience the places that we couldn't tolerate at the time Mm -hmm. that they happened. So there's a beautiful thing here, and that is that the deepest desire in all human beings is to regain our wholeness. And so the unconscious, in its brilliance, continually recreates situations in our lives that reflect back to the original pain that we split from. And we will continue to create those experiences for ourselves until we stop fighting them or running away from them or pushing them out of our consciousness and face them, fully experience them, and drop down the funnel to the next layer. And we just keep descending the funnel by opening, by being present, open, vulnerable, and curious, and willing to experience what's there. We just keep moving down the funnel. Let me give you an analogy to that and tell me if if I'm accurate. Yeah. The analogy to what you just said for me is when you, let's say, have had a relationship that doesn't work, And then you break off that relationship and you enter other relationships and you end up attracting the same thing that you attracted because your, 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 your baggage or your, what you're going through or whatever your feelers are the same. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes. And so, so now let me say this then, let me, because this is important. So then what people need to do then is to discover what it is they're doing each time. And really look at it and face it and say, okay, yes, I do that, or I tend to fall for this kind of person, or I tend to be too controlling or too submissive or whatever, and actually face that. And then from there, once we understand and face it, we can move on. Is that what you're saying? Yes. You know, first the person has to take full responsibility for their creating the situation. Right. We... We have such a tendency to, to blame others, you know, for our, our suffering. But in truth, we keep, we are at least co-creators, if not total creators. When I work with a couple, I always say one of the things is that relationships is not a 50-50 deal. It's a 100-100 deal. You are both fully responsible for creating the mess that you're in. Let me ask you this, though. Don't you think that once you face this issue and you've taken responsibility for it. Do you think, though, that it may take time for you to um, choose the thing that's right for you? In other words, you may still have a tendency to move in that direction, but you'll catch yourself sooner. Exactly. What do you think about that? Exactly. You know, when you see the the cause of your suffering, you know, where... Whatever it was that happened to you, usually it's in childhood, and I'm, I'm not psychoanalytically oriented, but that's where people go when they look deep inside. Something happened to them or many things happened to them that were too painful for them to experience, and so they create a belief system to defend against feeling the pain. The mm-hmm. belief is a way that the mind has of trying to protect themselves, and then that belief keeps playing itself out over and over and over again. And, uh, you know, until they go back and see the initial pain and re-experience it, um, they have no power. As long as it's unconscious, it has power over them. Once they see it, they now have 
the ability to choose to act a different way or not again, but at least they have the choice. And it does take time. Uh, rarely do things get completely obliterated in, in one session or one workshop, uh, but we do become increasingly conscious and have more power over our lives. All right. We have a few minutes. Let's talk a little bit about healing in the workplace okay. and the stress that we we have because, you know, sometimes it's difficult for us to get out of the relationships in the workplace and we have to learn how to deal with those people that push our buttons or that cause us pain. So talk about how we help ourselves there. Well, oftentimes what I will recommend to people, I have this technique that I call freeze frame. So a freeze frame means that a person will replay an incident that was particularly distressing to them in slow motion, paying particularly close attention to what they were thinking and feeling as they approached the moment of uh, getting hurt. And in the moment that they get hurt, I ask them freeze to freeze the frame, to just stop the movie, and what I call take the hit, which means to let yourself be really vulnerable and feel what it was that you couldn't for whatever reason, either because mm-hmm. it was too much for you or because the circumstances weren't appropriate for you to feel the pain. Take the hit, feel the pain, see where it takes you inside yourself because, you know, there's something in you that's that's being hurt. Not everybody would be hurt in that situation, yeah. but you were. So mm-hmm. you need first to see what it is in you that got hurt. Second, once you've accessed that from that place, I ask people to look out and look in the eyes of the person that just hurt them and see what's going on deep inside them. And usually they'll see that they have some pain that they don't want to feel. And rather than feeling it, they'll give it to you. And so if your heart is open, you will have compassion for that person instead of anger and resentment. You'll see that they're a helpless victim to their own pain. They don't know what to do with it. The best thing that they can do is to push it away and give it to someone else. Mm-hmm. And and then from that place, I say, okay, now, now that you see what's really going on in the situation, what do you want to say? You know, what would be the appropriate thing to say to this person? And it doesn't have to be a loving thing. You know, it may be drawing a firm boundary, but with compassion at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, I think from this point, what we're going to do is go to a break, but tell us again how we can get your book and hear about your seminars as well, please. Okay, sure. You can get my book and uh, hear about my seminars, both on my website at www.awakenedtheheart.org. Okay. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about a wonderful seminar, a hard work seminar that you're going to be giving next year, actually, next May, at Pura to Costa Rica, and I'm helping you bring this there. And uh, it's going to be very special. It's a week long in, in paradise. Um, and so we will talk about that when we get back from the break. My guest is Dale Goldstein, whose work is Heart Work, How to Get What You Really, Really Want, which is the name of his beautiful book. He is a psychotherapist who has helped individuals and groups since 1966. Dale created and directed and is the director of the Heartwork Institute, Inc. in Rochester, New York, and his work is Heartwork.
And this book is illustrated by Richard Wehrman, and you can log on to the website, awakentheheart.org. And when we come back, you can give us a call. If you're listening today, October 8th, you can call us at 866-472-5788. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women and Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women and Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women and Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living and I'm Patricia Raskin and we had some technical issues so here we are back again live with you and my guest is Dale Goldstein who is the author of the book Heart Work and it's how to get what you really, really want. Dale is a psychotherapist who has helped individuals and groups to heal since 1966, and he created HeartWork and is the director of the HeartWork Institute. Welcome back, Dale. We actually, during the break, if some of you uh, you caught that by mistake, we were talking about this wonderful workshop that you are doing very soon in Austin, Texas, and then also we're going to talk about another big workshop I'm helping you to do in Costa Rica uh, next year. So talk about the workshops. Sure. I'd love to, but before I do, I just want to tell you um, probably my favorite one of my two favorite songs I play a lot of music in my workshops and one of my two favorite songs is called Anthem it's by the singer songwriter poet Leonard Cohen and uh, there's a line in there goes ring the bells that still can ring forgive your perfect offering there is a crack a crack 
in everything. That's how the light gets in. And my favorite expression, which is my signature, so to speak, is um, uh, I practiced Zen for 10 years, and one of the two greatest Japanese Zen masters, Dogen Zenji, said, my life has been Joshaku Shoshaku, which means one mistake after another. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I think it's kind of sweet that we had that little technical Yes, yes. <laughs> and, you know, we were talking, and, and I want to say something, we were talking about me attending one of your workshops, which is exciting so that I can really, you know, understand and get a feel for the work you do. And one of the things you said to me during that time was, you know, if I was to take the workshop or anybody who does take the workshop would really have to read your book and go through the exercises and have a sense so that they're coming prepared. And so let's talk about that in the workshop. Okay, well, that's particular, you know, I encourage everybody to read the book you know, the book isn't actually, I don't think of it as a book. It's in a book format, but it's really an experience. My goal from the beginning was to create a heartwork experience for people who couldn't get to a heartwork event, you know, because a lot of people can't take the time, don't have the money. And I wanted people to experience really the beauty of this work. And uh, I asked Richard, my very dear friend, we've been friends for, oh, over 30 years, and he's done work with me, so he understands hard work from the inside, and as you can see, he's a magnificent illustrator. I asked him to do the illustrations for the book to create a work of art and and help make it a, a full experience, along with the poetry and the stories and the, the CD. So um, I do encourage everyone to experience the book, work the book, um, before they come to any event, they'll get so much more out of it. But especially for the presence retreat that I'm doing in Austin next month, um, it's it's necessary for people to go through the book because um, what they're going to experience in the retreat, uh, the book lays the foundation for. And you are coming to Costa Rica to Pura Vida, which is a beautiful yoga retreat, but we are bringing in this seminar, and I'm helping to do this, bringing you in to do the heart work, how to get what you really, really want, May 3rd to the 10th of 08. Yes. And what you say here is that in the retreat you'll learn and you'll discover what you really, really want at the deepest part of your being. Yes. You'll uncover what's in the way, and we yes. talked about that. Right. And you'll learn how to gently move through the internal barriers that prevent you from what you really want. Yes. And then you talk about unwinding and listening and guided heart work and awareness meditation, and you talk about inquiry and and other tools that you're going to use in this workshop. Yes. Um, well, I could probably spend a half an hour talking about each of the tools, but um, the tools are designed to take one deeper and deeper into one's experience to encounter and move through the barriers that keep us from having what we really, really want. And ultimately, the, the, when you get right down to it, the greatest barrier is fear. And what happens inside people is that we don't, we're kind of built in a way as human beings so we avoid pain and seek pleasure. That's just how we're created. And what we're afraid of is pain. So if one comes up against that 
wall of fear and moves through it, is willing to feel whatever's on the other side of the fear, then nothing can stop one in one's life. It's that we hit that wall and we back away from it. That's what stops us. It's not the fear. So really what I'm teaching people how to do, ultimately, is how to move through fear. And whenever one encounters a barrier, there's always some kind of fear that one has to go through to get through the barrier. So the tools the tools take one deeper and deeper and teach us how to descend the funnel to come back home to ourselves, to our... One of the things that, that, uh, that jumps out at me as I read these tools, for example, unwinding with spontaneous yoga, just listening, the soft body meditation, the awareness meditation, is they, they sound like gentle tools. They don't feel like they're harsh, invasive tools, you know, where we're going to put you through boot camp. <laughs> Right. You know, to get to the essence. They sound like they're just, they're gentle. They are. In the retreat, they are very gentle, but they're powerful at the same time. Yes. Uh, gentle doesn't necessarily mean wimpy. <laughs> right. Well, like yoga. Yoga can be gentle and is very powerful and strong. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have other kinds of events, like the one that I'm doing this coming weekend that are the opposite, that are very dynamic. They're called intensives. And um, in those, instead of dropping through the walls, through the, the barriers with awareness, we blow through them mm-hmm. uh, with with great intensity. Mm. So it's a different style. Different. All right, I'm going to tell listeners that instead of taking a break, uh, we're going to go right through for the rest of this interview um, since we had a little... T- technical issue before okay. and folks you are listening to Positive Living and I'm Patricia Raskin you can call us at 866-472-5788 if you're listening on Monday October 8th my guest today is Dale Goldstein who is the author of this beautiful book Heartwork How to Get What You Really Really Want and Dale is a psychotherapist who has helped individuals and groups heal since 1966 he created Heartwork and is the director of the Heartwork Institute in Rochester, New York. And this, this beautiful book um, is, has some great testimonials on the back, one by Christine Northrup, M.D., and she's quite well known. Her book is Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, and she says, Heartwork gave me chills when I first picked up the manuscript. This wonderful book is simply the truth about how, how and what it takes to heal and to become vibrantly healthy. And that's just one person who's written wonderful testimonials. So, again, please get this book, and you can go on to the website, which is awakentheheart.org. If you want to know more about the workshop that Dale is going to present in Costa Rica, you can go on to my website, raskinresources.com, and go right to Wellness Seminars, and there's a picture of Dale along with exactly what he will cover, and all the costs are included in that as well. If you want to know more about workshops that Dale Goldstein is doing in Austin, Texas, and other places, go to awakentheheart.org. Okay, Dale. Um, let's talk a little bit more here about heart work. What would you say is really essential here in talking about healing relationships. We talked about healing in the workplace, but how about healing relationships, either relationships that you're in with family, spouses, significant others, or relationships that you have broken apart from, but you still have the wounds. Talk about that. Um, I have a few principles that I, I share with people. One, I, I mentioned earlier that 
you are fully responsible for the creation of the relationship that you have. You can't blame the other person. You know, it's like it takes two people to dance, it takes two people to create a relationship. If one person stops participating in the way that they have previously, you know, uh, the other person can't continue without your participation. So one needs to take full responsibility and see what they're doing. Another principle I have is that relationships are a matter of multiplication, not addition, which means that one half plus one half makes a whole, but in relationships it's one half times one half equals one quarter of a relationship. Mm. So two, you need two whole people to have a whole relationship. So if you want to have intimacy in a relationship with another person, what's necessary is that, first of all, that you love each other, care about each other. Second of all, that you're both willing to use the relationship as the vehicle for you to do your own inner work to see what's in the way inside yourself that's preventing you from having intimacy, from sharing love with another human being. Because I say to people that if you feel anything other than love and compassion for another human being, it's your stuff. So relationships are the greatest opportunity that I'm aware of for people to see themselves because whatever we feel towards another person that isn't loving and compassionate is just something that that person is mirroring back to us about ourselves that we have not yet fully embraced. And so we have this opportunity ongoingly through relationships to see parts of ourselves that we don't want to see. Um, so then I have a, a number of tools that I, I actually make guarantees to people. I say, mm. you know, if, if you still love each other and you're both willing to do your own work in and through the relationship, I absolutely guarantee that if you use these tools, you will end up with the best relationship of anybody you know. That's how confident I am in these tools. So one of the tools I mentioned before was freeze frame. Uh, You know, actually the the best tool that I know, but the most difficult to learn, um, is called just listening, where uh, you take turns just listening to each other, but you're not listening as much with your intellect as with your heart. You're feeling your best friend's pain with them. And the person who's doing the speaking um, is speaking from their heart and their guts, wherever it is that they feel hurt. Uh, because it's it's these unresolved hurts that build up over the years. You know, I, I, I say, you know, if you sweep too much stuff under the rug in between the two of you, pretty soon the rug gets so high you can't see each other anymore. So we have to clear out the stuff from under the rug, and just listening is the best tool. One other quick tool, um, I call it the relationship formula. And these are all on my website, by the way, in the do-it-yourself section under relationship transformers. Um, But this tool has four steps to it. The first step is to ask yourself, what am I feeling? When you know what you're feeling, you ask, what do I need? When you know what you need, if it's at all possible for the other person to give it to you, you ask that person for what you need. And the fourth step is to deal with the consequences of having asked for what you need because you'll either get it or you won't get it and you'll probably have a reaction either way. Mm-hmm. And 
I have found that at least 95, if not 100%, of all conflicts in a relationship come about when two individuals have unconscious and or unexpressed needs. It's a collision of needs. Okay. All right, Dale, we have a couple minutes left. If you want to leave people with one thing about heart work and how to get what you really, really want, what's your message? I guess the message would be to take the time, however much time it takes, to sincerely ask yourself that question over and over and over again until you get to a place where you know and you know because it feels right, deeply right inside you. You know what it is that you really, really want. And then, once you know what you really, really want, make the commitment simply to do whatever it takes to get what you really, really want. And you'll find that that will change your life. So really facing and understanding what it is you want, really getting in touch with that. Many times... We think we know what we want, but we really do other things than really what it is we really want. Yeah. Do you find that? Most of the time, in fact. Uh, you know, I, I address that in the book. Um, I say to people, if you want, you know, I'll ask people these questions. What do you want? What do you want that you don't have? What do you have that you don't want? And then I say, if you want to know what you really want, not what you really, really want, but if you want to know what you really want, look at what you have which is a really difficult thing for most people to accept. It was for me in the beginning. But it's got to be true. If you really wanted something else, if more than half of you wanted something else, you would have that. So there, we already have what we really want. What we have to do is discover why we really want that instead of what we really, really want, if that makes any sense. Interesting. Okay, let's tell people again, um, if they want to log on to your website, which is awakentheheart.org, all of your seminars are listed there, and they can also log on to my website, raskinresources.com. I'm bringing Dale into Costa Rica to Pura Vida Spa next May, which is May 3rd to the 10th of 08, and he will do his workshop, Heart Work. This beautiful book, Hard Work, How to Get What You Really, Really Want, uh, you can get by logging on to awakentheheart.org. And my guest today has been Dale Goldstein, who is a psychotherapist who helped individuals and groups heal since 1966. And he is the director and founder of the Heart Work Institute in Rochester, New York. Dale, thank you very much for coming on the program. It's been my pleasure, Patricia. Thank Thanks you. For thank me. you. Stay on the line. Okay. Wonderful. Next week, folks, my guest is Beverly Sastry, who is a motivational speaker and originator of the Live It Like You Mean series workshops and seminars. She'll explain simple step-by-step processes of learning how to create a life that you love by transforming external circumstances into stepping stones toward personal development and achievement. Again, folks, it's an honor and pleasure to be with you each week. Apologize for any technical difficulties in today's interview. And log on to awakentheheart.org. Dale Goldstein does beautiful work with Awakening the Heart. And I have to say that the book is just beautiful heart work. You can log on to my website, too, raskinresources.com. And I have a book called Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. And you can look that up as well. And contact me, Patricia, at raskinresources.com. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. 
Have a wonderful Monday and a great week. been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com.